0: good and his mercy endures forever and so today we are just going to worship we're going to enter in i uh, i want to encourage everybody to continue to pray uh we'll talk about prayer for schools did y'all notice the signs outside uh that is this coming saturday uh the 29th at 9 a.m uh you can pray at any school you want to if you're online you can uh join us and we would love for you to join us in prayer saturday morning at nine that is our prayer day this month And so I want to encourage you, 9 a.m., if you are going to be with us that day, you can go online and register. There's a QR code outside on the signs, or you can go to prayerforschools.org. Is that right? There should be a card somewhere. I believe it's prayerforschools.org. And uh, you can go there and register that you're going to go to whatever school. Again, as a church, we are going to Union Grove Middle School. Uh, That's where Sarah Beth's teaching this year. And I figured why not cover her with prayer and cover that school with prayer. But if you're closer to Lake uh, Woodland, wherever you're closest to, go to that school. There'll be a number of other churches there, a number of other Christians and who in here knows it's good to be around people of like precious faith, believing for God to move this year in those schools and protect our kids and to protect our students. Now, uh, not this coming Sunday, but the next Sunday, we're gonna uh, pray for all of our students and teachers uh, they'll be, have been in a few days, but I want to do it right after they start. Um, that way, hopefully, everybody's here. Uh, next week is the last su- Sunday before school starts. <sighs> and all the parents lift their hands and thank God. Can I have an amen? Okay. And uh, so uh, I've had several people tell me that. I am so ready. So amen. Stand up with me, if you will. And I'm just going to lead us in prayer, and then we'll worship. I just encourage you to close your eyes while we worship just to enter in. If you're at home, turn it up loud. If you're here, make sure we turn it up loud. Make, make, make sure it just fills the presence. Father, we lift our hands right now and we thank you, Father. We worship you, Father, in the beauty of holiness. We worship you, Father, with all that we have, with our whole heart. Father, we desire to be like David and to have a clean heart before you. We ask you also, Father, according to uh, Psalms 51, to restore unto us the joy of your salvation, to purge us with hyssop, To cleanse us from all iniquity. We thank you, Father, right now that we can come today into your tabernacle, which we really are, and worship you today and give you praise and honor. And so, Father, we desire right now to meet you here in your manifested glory. And we invite you, we ask you, sir, to be here with us. And we know you are. But, Father, we don't only want just the promise of you being here, we want the presence of you here today. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father. And everybody says, amen.
1: amen. Why would I worry when giants come calling my name? let sing this time, my God. My God is so much bigger than troubles I face. Why would I hunger for power, or riches, or fame? Why would I? My God is so much better than all of these things. Yes, he is. Let's sing, I won't. So I won't be shamed. His faithful, His promise is true, so I use my words, not speak to the mountains, oh, it's time to move, my God is bigger, better, stronger, greater than you, yes it is, let's say amen if you believe that, Enemies scatter, cause they know the battle is done. Amen. Woo! My God is stronger, the victory's already won. We're gonna sing about how he died. He died for my ransom and rose up on the third day. Let's sing this out cause my God, cause my God is greater than death. Helen the grave. All the greater. Ain't no mountain too high, no valley too low. There's no fear that I have. He doesn't already know. There's no problem too there's no weapon too strong. There is nothing for God. It's impossible, there's no mountain too high, no valley too low, there's no fear that I have. doesn't already know, there's no problem too big, there's no weapon too strong, there is nothing for God. It's impossible, oh I won't be shaken Oh, I won't be shaken, I won't be moved, we thank you, God. And my God is faithful, yes, he is, his promise is true. So I seek to the mountains until they come. Stronger, greater, bigger, better, stronger. Let's sing that one more time. Bigger, better, stronger, greater, bigger. Thank you, Jesus. He's a good God, amen. The mountains have to move in his name, amen. In Jesus' name, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for the power that you give us through our words on your name, through your Son, Father God. In Jesus' name. We thank you for a long week that's come to a close for a new, better, brighter week to start, Father God. In Jesus' name, let's sing this out. Why else would rocks cry out? Who else would rocks cry out to worship? Whose glory taught the stars to shine? Perhaps creation longs to have the words to sing. But this joy is mine, yes, it is. With a thousand hallelujahs, we magnify your name. You alone deserve the glory. The honor and the praise, Lord Jesus, this song is forever yours. A thousand hallelujahs and a thousand love. The world would die for our redemption. Whose resurrection means i rise There isn't time enough to sing of all you've done But I have eternity to try With a thousand hallelujahs We magnify your name You alone just to hear the glory, the honor, and the praise. Lord Jesus, this song is forever yours. A thousand hallelujahs and a thousand more. And a thousand. Great. This song is forever yours, a thousand hallelujahs, and a thousand more, we thank you God, oh, 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 oh. we won't let the rocks cry, out that sing praise, praise to the He rose, He reigns. We will sing forever, let's sing this out. With a thousand hallelujahs, we magnify Your name. You alone serve the glory, the honor, and the praise, Lord Jesus. This song is forever yours. A thousand, hallelujah, and a thousand more. A thousand. glory, the honor and the praise. Lord Jesus, this song is forever yours. A thousand hallelujahs and a thousand more.
0: Glory to God. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. Give the Lord a good hand clap. Come on. Father, we thank you with a thousand hallelujahs. We give you glory and honor. We thank you, Father. Lift your voice up. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. We worship you. Glory to God. And everybody say amen. Amen. Give me a good amen. Amen. (coughs) Give me a good hallelujah. Hallelujah. Turn and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. (coughs) Won't you be my neighbor? And give the Lord a good hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God is good and His mercy endures forever. You may be seated real quick. I, I, as we get ready to receive our morning offering, and um, we're doing this in between uh, with worship to kind of emphasize the fact, who in here knows uh, offerings are worship? It is a part, actually the, the Bible implies in the book of Acts that if we give righteously, it actually smells right, Amen. that it is a sweet smelling savor, um, and it doesn't stink. Who in here knows that sometimes things we do can stink, um, and, um, but when our heart's right, it doesn't. And so um, I just want to use this verse uh, in 2 Kings as we get ready to give. If you're a first, second, third time guest, online, in person, around the world, um, by mail, by Telex, by Western Union, can I have an amen, however you get this, whatever. Uh, First, second, third time, please go to our uh, uh, website or go to uh, the uh, QR code you can use and let us know you're with us, especially online. We love you and we bless you. I, uh, I'm still amazed sometimes at the numbers, um, it can be kind of slow on Sundays and Mondays, and then it'll pick up all during the week. Um, I sometimes hate streaming. Now I've been streaming, we've been streaming as a church for 08, 09. Yeah, we've, I've been, I've always loved streaming. In fact, I actually had streaming stuff before you streamed. It was called real media and it was this whole other thing and you had to do codecs. it was crazy. But I liked it because you can reach people. It's a way to reach people. And, uh, but the bad thing is sometimes people are like, well, I don't have to go to church, I'll just watch online. And uh, Molly even had a friend one time tell her, she says, I'm just lazy, I just watch Pastor Andy online. And um, she goes, then she goes, and I don't do that regular. And so I just commend everybody for being here and online, being with us. Can I have an amen? Second Kings chapter four, um, this is a verse that is often sometimes mispreached. or manipulatively preached and we would never want to do that it says a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets now according to the works of Josephus who was a um, historian Roman historian this was Obadiah's wife uh, now that's according to Josephus that's not in here but I've always thought that's uh, incredible to, to think that the the ancient historians would have known that but I've always marked that Cried out to Elisha, saying, "Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord. And the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be your slaves." So Elisha said to her, "What shall I do for you? Tell me what you have in the house." And he said, "Your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil." He said, "Go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come." You shall shut the door behind you, you and your sons, then pour it out onto all these vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went from him, shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and she poured it out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another. Basically he's a zero on none. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go and sell the oil and pay your debt. You and your sons live on the rest. Who in here knows God's faithful? i i wanted to point out two things number one she approached the servant of god about her need and who in here knows as a christian i mean you don't have to come talk to me about it you can talk to the lord about it you have an advocate with the father jesus christ and you can go to that advocate and bring up that need but the other thing is is i always love that he says what shall i do for you and he says basically what do you have You know, there's actually one verse in Corinthians that says that you're not judged according to what you don't have, you're judged according to what you do have. Lester Sumrall always preached that that means that God doesn't care how much you give. He's always concerned with how much you got left over. Now I heard one minister say one time he was at a minister's conference and he was at this certain church and he said his ministry had finally gotten $10,000 in the bank. And he said the Lord told him to give $10,000 to that ministry. And he said, but Lord, that's all I got. And he said, the Lord told him. He says, yes, but that's all I want. Going to have an amen? And he was obedient. But that's the whole point. You just have to be obedient with what you have. And not fear. Who in here knows fear is the enemy. Never, never, never give in to fear. And so as we get ready to give, um, I just want to encourage you. Take what you have. And, and don't despise the small. Um, I think it's funny sometimes. Um, I'm not going to have even raise hands. I remember being a young minister, and I'd sit there and I'd hear somebody say, well, "We gave a thousand dollars." And I'd sit there impressed and say, "Oh God, one day I want to give a thousand dollars." And I finally have, Christine, You know, I finally did that. Me and Lisa. Um, I did it one time and didn't even tell her. And then I told her about it. She said, "Well, I don't care." You know, I mean, I mean, you know. But thank God we had it. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? I used to. But then on the other side. I've I've read stories about people, there was a woman I read about, she actually created a college fund for uh, inner city youth that had millions when she died. You know what she did all of her life? She grew up with no education, couldn't stand the fact she had no education. She cleaned hotel rooms all her life, and yet when she died, she had left a legacy of millions. You know why? She despised not the small things. It may not look like much, but who in here knows God keeps great records and God is good. And so don't ever worry about that. God will make it up to you. Can I have an amen? Well, I've been stolen from. Who hadn't been stolen from? Can I have an amen? You know what I mean? mean, We've all got some story. I had somebody steal my phone account and bought two, uh, two iPads and two tablets. No, no, two tablets and two phones. And we had to deal with that, so that created a little bit of issue. But who in here knows that God can repay, amen? and so so don't worry about that so no matter what situation you're in if the creditors are coming just believe that god's good and don't ever give up on him i actually met people so i used to believe that stuff but it didn't work i always think well maybe you didn't work it right Uh amen Amen. because i've met people who don't know how to change oil in a car and somebody asked me one time said well how did you learn all this stuff about a car and i was being a little bit of a smart aleck because they were being a smart aleck and i said well i can read can you? Can I have an amen? I said in 2020, you know, whatever this was, 2016 and 15, whatever it was. I said I also can watch YouTube videos. I said so I may not know how, but I can learn. Amen. 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 So so don't don't despise the little. So hold your offering in you. Oh, stop, stop, stop. here's one other thing too. I'll, I'll do this. Um, uh, so so um, I mentioned this in small group. I, guess I think everybody may be wondering what I was doing. Uh, I want us to to pivot as a church. And some things, and um, you know, um, it's a weird day still. I I think the the older I get, the weirder life becomes. Uh, Definitely, the culture is weirder. Uh, Never in my life would I think we're having arguments by people about what if a man's a man and a woman's a woman. I would have never guessed that when I was in my twenties that that would be a national debate that i can call myself do you know that they actually uh they, the researchers got mad at these they asked all that they did a co- for college kids they asked them what their gender was or what did they identify as some of the kids just went nuts on it one of them wrote an apache helicopter can i have an amen and uh, one of them was like a lantern i mean they just had fun with it and the professors are like these people are not conducive to our culture that these are antagonists and need to be dealt with. I'd have never thought we would have come to this place. And in my lifetime, I've seen Democrats hate one thing and the Republicans support it, and on the flip, in my lifetime, I've seen the Republicans now hate it and the Democrats support it. It is a crazy day, everybody say amen. So we're pivoting on something. I want us to make sure we reach younger families and younger people. And so one of the things we're, gonna, we're doing in the next couple weeks is we are um, reworking our children's ministry. Trying to make it um, more up to date, more exciting. I personally suggest that we painted everything red and yellow. Can I have an amen? Just like McDonald's. Real bright. But that also uh, is very exciting to a child, and the teachers do not want that. Can I have an amen? Uh, you know, I'm I'm also the guy who hands out candy at the end of a service to a kid because I want them to love Pastor Chris although I don't think the parents enjoy that as much. But since I'm not taking their kids home, praise the Lord, I don't care. Can I have an amen? Now, I am taking Jackson home with me today, so please no one give him candy. Can I have an amen, okay? So I get it on both sides, but I'll give him candy too. Um, so, uh, so I'm just gonna ask the next couple of weeks, um, uh, it's not a lot of money, but uh, we're buying some carpets and we're changing some things around and uh, I wanna put up a, another TV set so that we can have a teaching area. And a gaming area uh who in here knows for a kid church has to be fun has to be engaging you have to reach them on their level um i think it's funny a lot of times as adults we forget that I, I told a pastor one time i was preaching in a certain church and i said but nobody in that church is spirit field nobody prays in tongues and they go well why would you go there i said well they need to hear the gospel too and i said and i can spoon feed people i said i can meet them where they are and take them someplace new I said, I'm not gonna just look at somebody. That'd be like looking at a lost person and say, well, you don't know about salvation? Well, then just go to hell. I'm not gonna talk to you. I wouldn't do that. I'd meet them where they are. Try to get them saved. Once you get them saved, try to get them filled with the Holy Spirit. Kind of have an image? Once you get them that, try to get them healed. Work with them, just keep working with them. Well, I don't want that. Well, then, then we'll stop there. But I will try to go as far as we can. We gotta do kids that way. And adults have a short attention span. Kids have a shorter you you got to make it engage I remember me and Lonnie talked one time who remembers flannel graphs you know the big flannel board and the teacher would put the thing up there and stuff I remember years ago as a pastor I, I bought a flannel graph set and somebody said why and this was before videos and all that and when you, everybody's using puppets nobody uses puppets anymore you know why I mean there's a few but not, not many is like they used to why because kids are too cartoon engaged But thank God there's good videos out there. Uh, There's videos that teach. And so you have to engage on that level. So so I just encourage you. Uh, If you want to give extra to that, uh, whatever you want to give, this is my offering for that. We always give online, but this is my offering for that for kids. Um, And I always say this to somebody. If you say, well, I ain't got no kids in in there. I ain't either. I ain't giving it for my kids. I'm giving it for somebody else's kids. I don't want to go to heaven and find out some kid went to hell because I didn't do my part. Now, somebody says, well, you might not know that. I might not, but I wonder about it now. I want to do my part. Secondly, I want to sow seed for my grandchildren. I got one of each. Thank God. got one of each. I'm not enjoying the second one as much because she ain't doing nothing. Can I have an amen? She just, I thought she does. Cries and does other things. Amen. And eats and, 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 and diapers and stuff. So, um, I'm not enjoying that. But Jackson, I'm enjoying Give, give a, um, Haley about another six months. I'll enjoy it. I'll, you know, that's, that's when they get interactive. But I want to make sure that they're ministered to. So right now, if whatever God leads in your heart, I ask you just to give that. And uh, let's bless our children and bless children that we don't know. And uh, make sure we have room for the children God sends us to minister to them in excellence. And that's what we're doing. And teachers, amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the opportunity to give into the kingdom of God, to sow and to plant. And Father, we ask you right now that as we give, that you would multiply it not only um, seed to the sower, but bread to the eater. Multiply it for the church to get the most out of it. Multiply it for the giver to get the biggest harvest. And Father, for our tithes and offerings, we worship you with it and we honor you with it. And we thank you, Father, that your word is eternal, that you meet every need that we all have, whether individually, whether family, whether corporately as a church body. We thank you, Father, that you always bring in. We believe, we call in by faith and just speak that you bring in more than $15,000 every week and that, Father, we have more than enough, more than enough in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. 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 Stand with me as you give. Feel free to bring it up and let's continue to worship.
1: Wanna be close, close to your side So heaven is real and death is a lie I wanna hear voices of angels above singing as one Hallelujah to be near, near to your heart, loving the world, hating the dark, I wanna see dry bones living again, singing as one, hallelujah, holy, holy, God almighty, Great I am, who is worthy, none beside Thee, God Almighty, great I am. Great I am, we sing of Your goodness. and shake before him the demons run and flee at the mention of the name King of majesty there is no power in hell or any who can stand before the power and the presence of the great Ha no! The mountains shake before him The demons run and flee At the mention of the name King of Majesty There is no power in hell Or any who can stand Before the power and the presence of the great I Shake before him in Jesus' name. The mountains shake before him, the demons run and flee. At the mention of the name King of Majesty, there is no power in hell or any who can stand before the power and the presence of the great. defeated in our lives of every promise we've stood on of every miracle he's performed because he's a good god because he's a god that doesn't forget because he's a god that loves his children so much everything bows to the name of jesus everything bows to the name of jesus I'm not gonna let the rocks cry out this morning, amen? Let's sing this out one more time. The mountains shake before him, the demons run and flee. At the mention of a name, King of Majesty. Of the great I am, 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 the great I am. The great I am. woo <laughs>
0: Give him a good hand clap. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I, I, I didn't, let's make sure that's playing in the background again. I didn't plan for this. Um, but I, I just want to do this. If, uh, if you've got any physical need right now in your body, hold your hand up. Okay. We, some of us, some of us, amen. And stand up, just stand up. Stay standing up if you've got a physical need. And, uh, um, if you want to come down, you can come down. And we'll lay hands on you. If you want to stay there, we can pray there. And, um, and uh, okay, I guess we're coming down. Can I have an amen? I, I, again, I said I didn't plan any of this, so we're just going to go with the flow right now. And um, we might do this and then just go eat pizza. Can I have an amen? I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. Praise God. And so, hold um, on, Karen before you start praying, let's do, get them all right here. Get them all right here. Let's do this. I, I, I just sense to do it this way. So here's what we're gonna do we're gonna um, um, Karen and Chris will anoint you and then I will too and um, but I wanna make sure we keep direction going and keep praying so I'm, I'm gonna pray a general prayer Amen. and then they're Amen. gonna lay hands on you and so whatever you have need who and who in here knows Jesus knows what you need Amen. Amen. and but it does say we have to ask yes. it says you have not cause you asked not so you gotta ask but then my point is here is, don't feel like, you know, and I remember one time being at a meeting and the big name didn't pray for me and I got all upset. Well, who in here knows the big name ain't got no more power than, than me or anybody else. It's Jesus who's our healer and Jesus who's our savior. So so um, when hands are laid upon y'all, you, I want you to just believe. And again, whatever it is, whether it be uh, money, job, whatever, we're just believing God right now, amen? And uh, and, and I've had that Zechariah chapter four verse, you know, despise not, the day of small beginnings and uh, you know because it says the Lord rejoices to see the, the work begin so no matter where you're at or what you're doing uh, I tell you right now if you're paralyzed with the neck down and all you can do is move a pinky yeah. thank God you can move a pinky amen you know what I mean don't don't, don't ever give up uh, so so don't despise that father right now we thank you father for healing for for delivering power let me rephrase that delivering power father whatever people have need of in their bodies right now thank you for the anointing of God flowing right now in in manifestation flowing in power delivering power delivering from from oppression delivering from depression right now if anybody is online and it needs a prayer father we we encourage you to prompt them to email us info at at greatsummitchurch.org so that we can not, not only know but we can pray specifically for them but right now father delivering power delivering power delivering power setting free setting free in Jesus name Delivering from sickness, delivering from disease, delivering from oppression, delivering from heaviness, delivering from uh, um, uh, 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 identity issues right now, Father. Father, thank you right now that we're delivered from ourselves and delivered into the hand of God. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Father, right now. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for delivering power. These signs follow them that believe. They shall lay hands on the sick. In Jesus' name. They shall speak with new tongues. In Jesus' name, Father. They drink any deadly thing. They shall cast out uh, demons. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, right now. That delivering power, delivering grace flows in every life up here. Delivering power. Thank you, Father, that we are delivered from the hand of the oppressor. We are delivered from the hand of the enemy. We walk in your goodness and grace and favor. And even in the valley of the shadow of death, we fear no evil because you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us, Father, right now. Even in the presence of our enemies, Father, right now, we feast at your table with you at our side because you are good and you are our good shepherd. We do not want, we do not lack because we have you and therefore we don't need any good thing, any other thing because you are good and you are the bread of life in Jesus' name. Delivering power in Jesus' name to be set free. Father, right now for anyone watching or anyone dealing with addiction of any kind, drugs, uh, substance um, pornography um, thoughts uh, right now father addiction cutting of themselves we thank you father in Jesus name we command we bind that strong man we command it to leave them we command it to be gone from them we, we command it to, to loose them and let them go and thank you father right now that you that the house is clean and swept clean and that Father, we can fill it up now with the Word of God and with Jesus. In Jesus name, Father, we are not victims of addiction. We are overcomers through the blood in Jesus name. And everybody say Amen. in Jesus. Amen. Name. everybody say delivering power amen. is mine today. in Jesus name. In Jesus name. in Jesus name. everybody say amen. amen. All right, now do this, do this as an act of faith. turn to somebody and tell them. And do it this way. Say, thank God I'm, if you feel free to share it, thank God I'm healed. Thank God I'm delivered. Thank God I'm, thank, thank God I'm, thank God I, I won the lottery. Can I have an amen? You know, whatever. Okay. Okay, okay. Just remember, if you win the lottery, you got a double tithe. Can I have an Amen. Um, and as you get ready to be seated, I don't know where my ushers are. We, um, Frida, God bless Frida, gave us a great prayer for schools. And, um, if, if you want one, raise your hand. I want to make sure everybody gets one. And, uh, so if we can get the ushers to pass them out, keep your hand up till you get one. Um, it's got verses in it, but uh, I'm going to encourage everybody to pray that this week. Pray that for your teachers. Pray that for the students, um, to protect them, to keep them. Um, I'd encourage you to get, I'd encourage the students to pray it too. But um, uh, I, I thank God you brought that in because again, next Saturday, this coming Saturday is the Pray for Schools Day. And again, um, I encourage everybody to sign up. And and again, if, if you can't go to Union Grove, just go to an A school. I heard a preacher say this morning on TV and I think it's amazing. He said the number one, and I have to agree with him, he said the number one problem in churches today he said, is we are content to come and sit and not do. And so this is a good do. Uh, somebody says, well, that's going to take too long. It's going to take an hour. Yeah. It's going to take an hour. Oh. Uh, I, I Netflix will wait. Um, Amazon Prime will wait. Amen. Friends will wait. It's going to take an hour. Let's say it took two hours. Okay. It's just two hours. Yeah. Amen. That's still not a Marvel movie. Cause them them goofy things are three hours long can I have an amen that's just that's just too long but who in here knows we all watch them we've all seen them complain about it and then go watch it again can I have an amen if you got your Bibles with me praise God turn with me to the book of Matthew I'm sorry Isaiah I'm going to uh I'm going to abbreviate this today and uh, Isaiah 53 verse 5 uh this is a prophetic scripture about Jesus and who in here knows that Jesus knows everything you will ever go through he has been there in every way you will ever go through again Jesus has not ever birthed a child but he also you have never given your life for the sins of humanity and Jesus did so don't ever think that you've given more uh, I, I'll, I'll throw this out somebody says well you know he's never been a mother or he's never gone through this or that he's still has to watch people he loves not go where they should. And he gave himself for them. So Hamlet here knows that's a great depth of love. To knowingly know that not everybody's going to accept you. This is um, Isaiah 53 verse 5. says, he is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, (laughs) smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Say amen. Amen. But the first sentence of what I read, verse 3, he was despised and rejected by men. Who in here has ever felt despised and rejected? Yes. Say amen. Yes. I want to tell you, Jesus knows what it's like. Jesus knows what it's like to feel rejection. And then it says he was despised and we did not, dis, did not esteem him. Now, what's amazing to me is in three and four, that uses that esteemed word twice. Three says we did not esteem him, but in verse four it says we esteemed him stricken. So see, some people don't esteem you in a positive light. Right. That doesn't mean something's wrong with you amen. all the time. Now, there might be something you need to work on. Can I have an amen? I had a conversation with a lady one time, and she was just a rude, prickly kind of woman. Can I have an amen? Just just rude, kind of harsh, mean, ha, kind of all the time. And one day I said something, I said, you know, she made a comment about how her kids wouldn't talk and this wouldn't happen and how everybody was always here. You know, and she says, but I can't help it, I'm German. <laughs> well, you know, you can use whatever excuse you want. Right. I just got a short temper. Right. Here's an idea, change, can I have an amen? <laughs> I know that's a novel idea to all of us, but be something different. Learn, Change. So the way you esteem things changes everything. Yeah. Who in here has ever messed up and didn't esteem somebody you should? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you realize you should have and it costs you. Yeah. Yeah. Who in here on the other side has esteemed somebody that you probably shouldn't and it's been great benefit? Years ago, I was preaching, I went to a minister's conference in Savannah for one night. Ministers group I had been a part of for years and I thought, well, I hadn't heard of, they hadn't done anything in Georgia in years, so they did one. And I was a traveling minister at the time. This was probably 07, 06. And um, I'll go in, it's in Savannah, it's three and a half, four hours away. So I drive down just for one night and listen to preaching and worship all the way down, and walk in, saw a bunch of ministers that I knew I hadn't seen in years, it was good. And as I'm leaving, I noticed this one pastor, his wife, and another couple sitting at one table. And what's funny is I could tell from the way the thing was done, and one thing I didn't like about that group before, it seemed very cliquish. There was the in crowd, the maybe crowd, and the no crowd. That's just my opinion. Humble, but very accurate. Can I have an name? Okay, whatever. And so I should about you. And so, but I, I felt like th- these four people were just kind of, and they weren't upset about nothing. They were just kind of alone. But again, it's like people, 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 table, 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 them. And I don't know why. Maybe they just wanted to be in the back. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 maybe I read the situation wrong. There was just something that drew me to the table. Now, there was no reason, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a traveling minister. I, my full-time job is to preach in other churches. So my, at an event like this, they, they, uh, friends of mine used to call it, and let me say this, people I knew used to call it hawking a meeting. You know, they're going around passing out business cards and had their calendar ready to write down the date. And, you know, we're ready to, you know, man, I need to come preach. And I never did that. I never liked doing that. You know, I wanted God to open the doors, and somebody asked me for a card. I had one. I was ready. I had my calendar ready, but I wasn't walking around just you know trying to drum up business. But to do be a good evangelist, traveling minister, and feed your family, you got to do that, according to natural terms. So what I should have been doing was I should have been at all the busy tables, working the tables, not talking to the people who has no whatever. But I esteemed them. I still remember the pastor's name was Buddy, and we got talking, and um, I, I just, I just, something meant, I just wanted to love on him, and a buddy made a comment, so we got talking, and he asked me to sit down, well, I still got to drive three and a half hours home. It's 10 o'clock now, 9.30, and they just got the church set up, you know, for refreshments and stuff, so we talk, we talk, we talk, we talk. I finally leave probably 11, 11.30 something. And he looked at me, he said, man, if you're ever in High Point, North Carolina, let me know and I'll come come preach for me. He said, anytime. So I called him up and he scheduled me to come. So I drove to High Point. Now, fast forward a couple years, my dream church to preach at was a church in South Carolina. As a 16, 14, 13 year old kid, I'd drive by that church and I'd think, I'd say to myself, one day I will preach in that church. And one day I did preach in that church. Had about 4,000 people there. Long, big platform. bigger and way big. Probably twice as big as this. And I'm sitting way over there in the corner. And they actually brought me in to do comedy. So I did a whole service around this topic. And I gave an altar call. And we had about 45, 50 people get born again. Something like that. 40, 42, something. I mean, is amazing. But I still remember my first thing I did, making jokes about, I walked over to from way over in the corner to the pulpit. I said, y'all got to give me a moment. I'm winded. I ain't never been on a platform this big. I said, I said, usually it's three steps, and I'm ready to go. But hold on! I I mean, God blessed us; it was good. Four thousand people. My offering was sixteen hundred dollars. That's not even fifty cents a head. But Buddy's Church, on a good day, ran fifteen. I can cry thinking about this. So that day, I got to preach at my dream church. The next Sunday, I'm in High Point, North Carolina. There's 11 people in that church. That counts me, my wife and my daddy. 8. My offering was 17.50. So who in here knows that it pays to esteem the goodness of God? Now what's amazing is Pastor Buddy died about another year later. And I actually I didn't really pastor the church, but I drove up there so much and they would call me and finally the son began to pastor the church that he he was called to do it anyway and had been running from God and God, but again, esteem, but see, the thing is, is why you esteem things can also be rejection of other things, but don't ever let anybody else's rejection of you affect you because the closer you are to Jesus, the more they will reject you. I mean, if all you do, you know, I've met people who say, is that all you want to talk about Jesus? Yep. Well, yeah. I mean, I can talk about other things, but I like talking about things that last. Yeah. I know what doesn't last, everything else. Right. Right. So let's look at a, the passage here. Um, I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm watching my time here. I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. In Mark chapter three, I'm just going to give you the verses. Read 13 through 19. That's where Jesus appoints himself 12 apostles. He spent all night in prayer to appoint those 12 apostles. But now if you go right after that, in Mark three twenty, it says, the multitude came together again so that they could not so much as eat bread, but when his own people heard about this, they went out to lay hold of him for they said he is out of his mind. These are not people who hate Jesus. These are his own people. Now who in here knows this one thing to be hated by somebody you don't know it's another thing to be rejected by somebody you love. Exactly. And that hurts. I've been there. Yeah. Wrongly, wrongly accused, and just rejected. I've had, I've had two times in my life, one time specifically, where um, I did the right thing and I had people lie, ministers lie, covering their tracks, and turned some people away from me. And I got one guy who still won't talk to me. I don't care. I don't care one bit. Because he didn't handle himself right either. Yeah. I, and, and, and a friend of mine told me, he says, you were right. He said, I apologize. And he said, mentioned the guy's name. He said, he will never apologize because he's too full of pride. And I said, well, I know that and I don't really care. Why worry about that? Can I have an amen? amen. Oh, I just, I just, I would like, I, I just so much into pastor Chris. I Jesus gave his life for three and a half years to people and some of those same people that he healed and delivered said give us barabbas And what did jesus do about it? nothing He loved him He loved him. That's what you do with rejection. Now. I love that pastor. I thank god. I found out not long uh, oh, I said oh, probably a year ago. I went online looking him up. I just want to see how he's doing. He's married now he had been a bachelor for years, just giving himself to ministry, and thank God for that, but who in here knows you need a family too, and, and so thank God he's, he's doing real well, and I'm glad for that. I ain't against having a relationship with him. Not a bit, but at the same time, I'm not gonna worry about all that. Right, right. what you gonna say if they, well, what you gonna do if they say this? Not a thing. Jesus loved those people. Just to throw out how bad it got for Jesus, let's look at one other passage. This is Mark chapter three, verse 31. Then his brothers and his mother came and stood outside and they sent to him, calling him. They wouldn't even go in there to get him. Now it's bad when mama don't wanna come in. And a multitude was sitting around him and they said, look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. Now, I'm gonna say this about this verse. This is great in one sense and it is cutting in another. But he answered, said, who is my my, uh, my mother or my brothers? That's cutting. That's one thing, I mean, that is cutting the cord with mama. You ain't even my mama. Who, Who is my mama and my brothers? And then he says, and he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him. And he said, here are my mother and my brothers. That's cutting to a family. Just throw this out. Jesus didn't try to cut them. He tried to heal them and remind them that those who were with him in that circle are the inheritors of the kingdom, which is the greatest thing. Make no mistake about it. I've had more fun this week joking about going to hell than how hot it is. I told you I use that all the time. Man, it's hot. Thank God it ain't as hot as hell. And the reason I got saved at the age of four, I said this the other day at a Chick-fil-A. Of course, that's Jesus' chicken, so you can preach there. Can I have an amen? And I said, somebody said something about it being hot. I said, that's exactly why I got saved. I had three women. Look at me. I said, I got saved at the age of four because we was in a Pentecostal church that didn't have air conditioning. And if that church could be that hot and hell could be hotter, I didn't want to be at the church. I definitely didn't want to go to someplace hotter, so I got saved because I didn't want to go to hell. And thank God Jesus is my Lord. And this one lady goes, amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. I started taking offering, kind of, how, okay. So, you know, but, but it's hot. It's a day we live in. But you know, you say that to some people and they reject you. Here, here, here's the funniest thing about my life right now sometimes on Facebook. People that rejected me in high school ask me to pray for them now. Ain't that funny? That's so good. Can I have an amen? And then the best part is I see them quoting scripture. Man, I am as tickled. I am blessed by it. Giving their hearts to Jesus, loving the Lord, praying. They'll put stuff and went to such and such church. Man, God is good. Who in here knows rejection is just a moment? And I've said this for years, and somebody told me I was right, but they didn't need to. Can I have an amen? I already knew I was right. I'm joking. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I really am. I, it took me a long time to get this. Most people, when they respond to you, are not reacting to you. Right. They're reacting from where they are in their life. Yeah, yeah. And they are, that, so, so again, now, now again, you cut somebody off and hit their car, that's going to bring a response. But the, the, the type of response will be dealt with because of where they are yeah, right. in their life and in their heart. I guarantee you, you get a spirit filled, born again, tongue talking, praise and worship singing person, and they get in an accident, they're gonna have a much different response than somebody who just got in a fight with their wife, kicked their cat, ran over their dog, and almost hit a buzzard on the way to church, gonna have an amen, and they're gonna have a whole lot different response. And that has got nothing to do with you. When I learned that, made my life a whole lot easier, cause I quit taking things personal. Well, they were rude to me, I've actually said that somebody one time, I said, man, they were rude. They were like, they're rude to everybody. I'm like, do not come back to eat Mexican here. Can I have an amen? I mean, I told somebody one time, I said, if I want bad service, I'll just go home, have my kids serve me, can I have an amen? And they all looked at me and was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Jesus did not retreat when he experienced rejection, nor did Jesus retaliate. And that's what we're called to do is be like Jesus. We're called to love people. Amen. Amen? I mean, we ought to love people, whether it looks like it or looks nice. Now, again, here's something about it. Let's close with this Jesus did not spend time with the rejectors, it said he looked at those in his circle. So don't feel like you have to. Now, again, you might be called to preach to the rejectors. You might be called to interact. But those which you keep close community with are the ones in your circle. Let's go back to that verse because some of you are looking at me like, well, maybe, maybe that ain't right. Let's look at this. This is Mark chapter four, verse 34. And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him. So Jesus focused on those. Now, we know that there was about 70 uh, disciples when he named the 12. Out of that 70, Jesus spent most of the time with the 12. Is that right? Out of the 12, he spent most of the time with three, Peter, James, and John. Out of the three, the Bible says he actually loved one or um, showed more attention to one. That was John. Isn't it amazing that out of all 12 of those disciples, the only one who died a natural death was John? who's also considered, if you will, the apostle of God's love. The book of John deals with love. First, second, and third John deal with love. So who in here knows it must be preeminently important for us to walk in love because God is love. So let's don't deal with rejection. Let's handle it. In fact, I encourage you, don't ever say stuff like this. I I just can't deal with rejection today. Why not? Jesus did. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. And if somebody says, well, I can't handle it, well, just remove yourself from it. When I say handle it, I don't mean you just sit there and get beat up. I'll throw this out. J- Jesus said, listen, guys, if that city doesn't reserve, uh, receive you, shake the dust and move on. Thank God for my dad saying that to me my whole life. I tell him I said I went to this church and he said what was it like? I said well dear gosh I said I wouldn't send an enemy to that church to preach. I said they treated me bad, put me in a dumpy hotel. I said didn't give me an offering, got mad at me you know because anybody gave to me and then were mad because we didn't have big results. He says well, are you ever gonna go back there? I'd say no. I said because why? He said well you you don't. I said well if the Lord tells me to I would. I said but Jesus told those apostles to shake the dust and move on. I said I just I said I'm not going to worry about that. I can't make everybody happy. I can't be anybody else. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be who God called me to be. Can I have an amen? amen? So I just encourage you, don't do all that. Handle it. Give it to the Lord. Walk in love. Don't reject people. Amen. But also don't feel like you're alone. Because Jesus himself has been rejected. Most of the time, they are not rejecting you. They're rejecting the spirit of God in you now see now my mama's gone i'll say stuff like this now some but you know when my mom was alive there's a season in her life where she didn't walk with god like she should she drank heavy well that was during a season of great revival in my life 16 17 18 19 20. i mean we would go to revivals every friday and saturday night we'd leave the revival and then go cruise Anybody know what cruising is? And we was just out there hanging out, just having fun, listening to Christian music. Friends of, a, friends of my friend, they, they accused us of being high and on drugs or either drunk because we'd be laughing so much and just having a good time. And I mean, just, just enjoying life. And I mean, people would you know, get all worked up about it, just, just loved it. But then I'd go up and talk, spend time with my mom and my mom would say, well, what are you up to? Well, I'd start talking about church. I start talking about Jesus. I talk talk about going to a tent meeting. I I told her one time when he was, I said, well, mama, I said, we went to an all black church at a revival. I said, there's only about 20 white people and that was us. And I said mama's the best music and it was Look him up Don Great and the Don Great delegation. He was the evangelist I said best music I've ever heard in my entire life I said my lord. I said we danced we ran we shouted we I said we I said as long as whatever they did We did I said could win in Rome be like the Romans Can I have an amen I said man I said we are shouting and dancing I said the funny thing was people would start running around the church and and the church actually had four poles to hold this roof up, and I said, I still remember Reverend great going, Slide, brother, slide! Don't hit that pole, slide, brother, come on in, slide! I mean, and my mom, my mom and, and I'm trying to make it engaging and interacting to keep her engaged. My mom, you could watch her face, she didn't want to talk about that. She didn't want to talk about what was important to me. To me, you want to reach a kid. Talk about what's important to them. You don't want not anybody be interested in what they wanna talk about and talk about that dream. Talk about that exciting thing. Talk about him going to college. Luke, now Jackson told me the other day, he said something, I said, did you build that? I built that. Oh, I know he didn't build that. Can I have an amen? He's four years old. He said, yeah, I built that. And he told me last night he's got a car that's got the fast motor that goes super speed. I could discount him and look at him and say, oh, Jackson, that's crazy. But I mean, who in here knows he's four? And he ain't got a real grasp on some of that yet, so we, we give grace. But if I want to engage him, guess what? We're going to talk about his car. At this point, I'm enjoying it because I'm trying to imagine what his little mind is imagining because I know it is going a million miles an hour and I'm trying to figure it out. And you know, I get this, I get this, I, get this, I get this. And God forbid we give him candy and sugar and caffeine at night. Can I have an amen? Because it just doesn't stop. And I'm not going to... But anytime... But, <clears throat> Mama, I could tell the moment I talked about it. Man, my mom... She'd change the subject. Well, as a kid, that kinda hurt me. Cause that's what's exciting to me. Why ain't you excited about this? I remember when you was excited about this. And I realized, it ain't my mama hating me. It ain't my mama rejecting me. It was my mama having had her eyes blinded by Satan lest she should see the light of the glorious gospel. Couldn't see it and wouldn't see it. And I can't take that personal. So I just prayed for mama. And a number of years later, number of years later, man, she rededicated her life. They started going to a spirit-filled Baptist church. Can I have an amen, God? Well, let me stop. She started going to a dead, dead Baptist church that only preached water baptism, never preached salvation by the blood of Jesus. Only preached water baptism. But thank God she's in church. Everybody say, God bless, God bless the Baptist. Thank God she's in church. But then she got, started going to a spirit-filled church. Then she went to the largest HE church. And then her and my stepdad started going to this brand new uh, spirit-filled Baptist church. Baptocostal church. Can I have an amen? And I mean, thank God. Then mama's all the time talking. Now we got something, you know, going. Then she loved, found Joyce Meyer. God bless Joyce Meyer. I thank God for Joyce Meyer just for my mama. Me and Lisa's preaching in Richmond, Virginia. We're driving home and I with Joyce Myers on the radio. And I heard about a book offer. I said, man, let's send that to mama. And she said, okay. So I called up. This is back in the days with roaming long distance. So this is expensive. I I picked up the phone. I called Joyce Myers Ministry. Called the 800 number. I said, I want to order this for my mama. She goes, what's your mama's name? I said, John. I said something. She goes, where does she live? I told her the road to Backerville, uh, North Carolina. Sounds like the Hicks, doesn't it? Right outside of Winston. I said, she goes, oh, she's actually not only ordered that, but she's a monthly partner. Man, that blessed me. So here's my mama's gone from rejecting things to now we got a great stable relationship to connect with things. So me and Lisa, I kept saying, well, does she have this? It was on speaker. Well, yes, she's got that. I said, well, does she have this? Well, she's got that. I finally said, ma'am, could you just do me a favor? Pick something she ain't got and send it to her. Could we do that? My mom owned almost everything she had. Thank God. But if I had taken the rejection, I wouldn't have paid the price of prayer. And I wouldn't have kept sowing stuff. And I did it for years. And I didn't care if she rejected it. You know why? Because God's word always works. And it is seed. And that word will not return void. Amen. That was my prayer. Can I have an amen? So don't, 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 don't worry about rejection. If they rejected Jesus, they're going to reject you. And you can handle it. Just to use a verse we used last week and this morning. God will never give you more. to. You know, the Bible says no temptation comes but us. It's just common to man. And with every temptation, he will provide a way of escape. And he will never allow you to be tempted with more than you can bear. So you can handle it. Look at somebody and say, I like, let's flip it a bit, being rejected for the cause of Christ. Not for being a jerk, can I have an amen? Okay, that's not to give you my license to be a jerk. I said the cause of Christ, amen. Say, I am a Christian in Jesus' name. Father, in Jesus' name, we bow our heads right now. We thank you, Father, for your goodness and your grace and your mercy. Father, if anybody's listening or watching doesn't know you right now, Father, I thank you that you've never rejected them. You have never rejected them a moment in their life, no matter what they've done or where they've been. Father, we thank you that your grace, you said you would leave with us, your peace, you would leave with us. Not rejection. We do know that there is a day when those who don't know you will be rejected, but thank you, Father, that this is not that day. All we have to do is call upon you and ask you to come into our life. In Jesus' name. Everybody pray this prayer with me, if you will. Heavenly Father, I ask you to come into my life fresh and new all over again. Just like the day I got saved, the day I got filled. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Help me walk in the first works I receive and I make. Jesus, Lord of my life, fresh and new, right right now, in Jesus' name, name. I am am a child of God. God. I am am the body of Christ. Christ. I am am a member in particular. A member in particular, particular, and I will, will, in this earth, earth, suffer persecution. persecution. But thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you, Father. Thank Thank Father. thank Thank you, Holy Spirit. I overcome them all many are the afflictions of the righteous but we shall overcome in Jesus name and everybody says amen all
2: right amen that was a little weak after all that now there you go now we're talking all right I guess I'm doing the there we go um Make sure you do a connection card on the QR code here. All right, go ahead and give me the next one. That's all I got on that, right? That's QR code. All right, all right. Uh, the women encouraging women. All right, we got 10 a.m. That'll be on the uh, first Saturday in August, which I believe is the fifth. I close enough. Fifth or sixth. Show up for either day. One day they'll be here. One day they won't. So. Whatever the first Saturday is, first Saturday. All right, now I've actually uh, uh, picked up the, uh, the pastor's live broadcast last Wednesday. Excellent message, if you missed it, go back, grab it on YouTube. I played it twice, Teresa and I sat there and watched it, watched it live, so to speak. And it was like, wait a minute, I, I, whoa, whoa, I, I was halfway paid attention to that. So I went back and we actually played it again. That was very good message on Wednesday. All right, one more, it could be one more, that's it? No, that's not, okay, that is it. What's that? That was it. We just talked about that on Wednesday. All right, let's all stand. That's right, yes, you must stand up in church occasionally. How about that? Praise the Lord. All right, so I always do this. I always challenge you. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice, be glad, and go spread the gospel. If we don't do it, who will? If we don't do it now, when will it be done? If we don't do it, who will? We are the salt of the earth. The Bible says if we lose our savor, if we lose our flavor, Just (laughs) throw us out and trample us, right? Ooh, that's tough. So go be the salt of the earth. Go speak before the sun goes down. Share the gospel with somebody. If everybody did that in here, Ooh, how many people could we reach? 100, probably? 70, 80? And then they spell the gospels, a pebble in a pond. You ever throw a pebble in a pond? The waves go out. Of course, as a guy, you always look for the giant rock, right? I never like pebbles in the pond. I wanna, th- I wanna chunk a rock in there and see the whole thing. So go be a rock in the pond, right? Make a big wave, make a big wave. Amen, like that? So go make a big wave. All right, let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father. We thank you for this beautiful day that you have given to us. Let us rejoice. Let us go forward in your name, spreading the good news that Jesus has come, walked this earth, died, resurrected, and is waiting for us to come to him, Lord. Let us spread the gospel of love this day. Amen. You are dismissed.